breath mixing with the cold air and the smoke. Of course, there were cliques among us. Some of us just didn't like each other. But then we sang. It only takes us far to get a fire going. And soon all those around will warm up in its glowing. That's how it is with God's love. Once you experience it, you share God's love to everyone you want to pass it on. And by the fire, we did feel God's love. It was flowing through us. In the shared fire, warming our skin, in the air we breathed, in the songs that merged our voices, God's love moved through us, going round and round from person to person, moving through the space between us. And we were connected and made one in the bond of God's love. Maybe you have sung that song or songs like it. They evoke a purity of faith, an essential spirit. But then we grew up and we stopped singing those simple songs. They were either too emotional or childish, or the simple songs didn't seem strong enough to connect all the pieces in a broken world. And yet, we long for that connection for that strong sense of community around the fire, for the flow of love of God to move through us from one person to another to another so that it is as if God has given us a gift that circles through us, that we are surrounded and connected in love that empowers and makes us strong, accountable to care for each other in the bond of God's love. And I think that is what our word from Paul's letter to the Romans is all about. Paul wants the people in these churches to experience God's love and community. Churches in Rome were made up of Jewish people and non-Jewish people of different faith backgrounds and cultural differences. For a time, the Roman emperor made all the Jewish people leave the city. And they were on their own for five years, and they developed their own traditions in the Jewish Christian faith. Actually, there wasn't any Christian faith. They were just Jews trying to follow Jesus. But when they came back to the church in Jerusalem, there were Jews who'd never been exiled from Rome, and there were all of these Gentiles who'd never been Jewish coming. And as you can imagine what it was like in that church, Paul just wanted them to experience the strong love of God uniting them 
connecting them, that would give them strength as individuals and as a community. He said, let love be genuine. And that really is what it means. He said, we can't be dishonest with each other. We can't pretend to love each other. And when we don't like each other, we have to be honest. When angry or sad or grateful, we have to build the kind of trusted relationships where we can be vulnerable. Paul calls it agape, friendship love, or Philadelphia, kinship love. And Paul says, don't be afraid to light a fire. It only takes a spark to get the passion for God's kingdom ignited, and soon all those around will warm up and it's glowing and experience God's love radiating through God's people. And from here on, it's all about letting the gift of God's love flow through us. In service, give yourself away. Rejoice and hope flows with patience, together we get through suffering. When we pray together, God's healing love surrounds us, flows through us, unites it. We sing, even with masks on, and God's strength connects us. We give our money and God's love flows. It helps us to widen the circle of God's love and be able to do more than we can ever ask or imagine. God's love only works when it's shared. It isn't love when it doesn't move. Now, people before we sold things or bartered things or even traded, people gave gifts. Many indigenous people in North America practiced a gift economy. Baskets and foods and tools weren't just kept by one village. These things were always in circulation, building relationships, creating communities with different villages. God is calling us, tying the bonds of mutual love and peace. It works something like this. So say an artisan made a ceremonial pipe and it was beautiful. And he was able to carve all the symbols and the decorations into this pipe. And he gave it to the community and the chief gave a ceremony and invited friends from another village to establish peace. And in that sacred ceremony, the peace and the friendships were developed and at the end of the ceremony, the chief gave the pipe away to his new friends. And later in the week, the new friends brought over a basket of maize. Weeks later, the pipe was used by the new people in a sacred ceremony to make peace with another village. And again, the pipe was given away and enough gift given in return. Sometimes a European settler would be invited to a sacred ceremony and given the pipe. And he would take it home and put it on his shelf as an interesting object for people to look at. 
But when the chief visited, he was dismayed to see that the man had not given the pipe away. And so he took it and used it once again in the sacred services for which it had been made, from which it took its life. Many, many years passed, and the pipe made it back to the original pipe maker. The storm was worn smooth, so you could barely see the symbols. It was all stained with tobacco. You could see that it had traveled well and that it had been used in many ceremonies. And the object itself radiated a spirit of peace and friendship and a kind of sacred love. And so it was with great joy that the pipe maker gave it to the chief so that it could go round the circle again. Here in the church, we practice a gift economy. We create a meal train when someone is sick, knowing that when we are recovering from an illness, someone will bring us food. We give ourselves away in love and service to each other. We give ourselves away in service such that the world is changed because of the love that we share and communicate and get from God here. And that love spins off in circles to refugees and to homeless. That love spins off in circles more and more to small groups and our communities where we can develop that kind of vulnerability God's love just continues to flow and flow and flow. The relationships of sharing keep the love going. And so the gift I give today might come back as a pastoral prayer for someone in the hospital. It might go around and be a pillow on the bed in the house of a child fleeing Afghanistan. The gift you give might come back in the light that gleams in the resurrection window. We could have a different kind of economy, charging members for membership rather than simply expecting gifts to flow. But we don't because we experience God's love as it flows through us. In sharing, we make friends, we meet new people, we find a place of belonging. By sharing our deep thoughts and our struggles, we make a community formed by God's love. And that love connects us in song, in air, or the warmth of a fire, a prayer, a flower arrangement, a piece of bread shared by Christ as a gift of his body to live in us, a prayer that gives God's love, binding us together as gift givers. That's our gift economy. God's love. So give in the season of stewardship so that you can know God's love flowing through you.
Strengthen our roots, folks. We need each other. I invite you to sing. It only takes a spark to get a fire going. And soon all those around will warm up with its glowing. That's how it is with God's love. Once you experience it, to spread God's love to everyone.